You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Firing an arrow into a wall is hardly what I call. Impressive. Oh, look at that. Literally the first time I've ever done it. Just tell me of our quest, and I will demonstrate my numerous indispensabilities. Well, that's kind of a long story. You've got my attention. I promise I won't even blink. I actually don't think I even can blink. Do I have my lint? This is the Geek.io Rant and Review with your hosts, CJ, Rachel, Raul, Gary, Josh, Jared, and everyone's favorite Aussie, Dale Campbell. This week, now another round as we rant and review Kubo and the Two Strings. Yes, that's... Hello, friends! We're back! Woo-hoo! I missed you last week. Hooray! Yay! Though I do have a knack for covering if we don't have a show going on, so I mean... Uh-huh. I beat it. I beat. We beat it today. Um, knack, that is. So it's now just us, like, biting at it, biting at our arms until we can afford the second one. Um, but that's not what we're here for. That's Gamer Geeks, where we talk about anime and sometimes video games. This is the Geek.io Show, your podcaster playground, episode number 213. Our Woo-hoo. rant review of Kubo and the Two Strings, recorded the 21st of September, 2017. I am CJ Paper Mache, all the way, boat! I'm Jared. Dragons. Freaking me out. As a veto. I'm Raul, fire-breathing drag, fire-breathing chicken Garza. I'm Rachel. Remember to be home before dark. Oh, Dale's not here. I'm Carrie, creepy moon, uh, creepy moon lady Wilcox. And I'm Josh the Beetle. <laughs> just, the In, beetle. just the Beetle. Just the Beetle. So those are all you need. Yes, Beatles. Um, so once again, we're talking Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, I'm not gonna try. I should have thought about that before I started doing the thing. Um, I suggested this because I felt bad about making us watch a bad movie last time, and I wanted us to watch a good movie. <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed the last movie, and so did Josh. Exactly. Uh, so this is on Netflix right now, um, and out on the DVDs and the digital spaces. Um, this is, of course, a young boy named Kubo must locate a magical suit of armor worn by his late father in order to defeat a vengeful spirit from the past. Dun, dun, dun. For some reason, I thought this was released later in the year last year, but it was released August 19th, 2016, uh, according to the show notes, which I did not put in there. So I don't know. Uh, but I distinctly remember it being like later in the year for some reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking... like winter-ish. <laughs> It might have went that long, but no, oh, this barely made anything in the uh, in the theaters, which is dumb. Yes, it is absolutely a shame. 
Ooh, there's a new Murder on the Orient Express trailer. I'll shout out to later. Okay, it came out the same weekend as War Dogs, Ben-Hur, The People vs. Fritz Baller, Hell or High Water. Oh, I remember one of those movies. <laughs> and that's just because the podcast that I was listening to all the time, well, the one podcaster that I was listening to wouldn't shut the hell up about Hell or High Water. Um, so See, that sounds like a this, huge problem. This movie had quite a bit of uh, really strong performances in it. Uh, Art pa- Parkinson uh, played Kubo. Charlize Theron played Monkey. Ralph Monkey. Fiennes played the Moon King, a.k.a. Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty much just Voldemort. And Matthew McConaughey played Matthew McConaughey in a beetle suit. Yes. Yeah, right. Did. Okay, we 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 gotta say uh, this right here. We will spoil the movie if you have not seen it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's been a year, uh, and okay. it's on Netflix. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about those, but we're gonna leave yeah, it with Monkey Beetle in there for right now. Uh, the skeleton demon, based on oh boy, uh, Gasha Dakuro. Of Jack, Jack, Jackalese. I got through Kasha Dakuro, but I can't fucking <laughs> word Jackalese. Kasha Dakuro. <laughs> uh, is the largest stop motion puppet to be built, standing over 16 feet tall. I've seen video of this. I yeah, I, it's I, amazing. I, yes, all of them are amazing. I saw a video of the, the 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 puppetry, the faces that they have. For one facial expression is like twenty or thirty different. That expression in 20 different pieces that they've 3D printed. Uh, And speaking of, Kubo had over 48 million possible facial expressions with a total of 23,187 prototype faces that were created for him. Criminy. Oh, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, During the beginning festival, Hanzo slices off the fire-breathing chicken's head. George Decay voicing an elderly man, exclaims his signature ca- catchphrase, oh my, upon witnessing this. Yeah, and, well, I mean, George Takei wants not... to make sure that the cocks are being treated properly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody not notice that? No, that was that was clear. He, he got freaking, <laughs> he got high credits for his, like, two for his two yes, lines. Like, he got <laughs> oh, up no, in no, the no, credits. No. He got that line, and then he got the explanation of the Lantern Festival. I guess, but still, like that was real far up in the up in the credits because I think he was in the credits before the old lady was, who was an active part of the story. Well, you know, he build higher because I don't think he actually took a great deal of money to do the part, so he got the higher billing. Not George Takei doesn't do like a lot of stuff like this for a ton of money anymore. Exactly. Um, I could have sworn no, he he's wants been the cultural theater. representation. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm not doubting this, but I could have sworn it's prob- I'm probably uh, Mandela affecting this, but Matthew McConaughey, this is Matthew McConaughey's first animated film. Yeah. Huh. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That, that's surprising. Like, how's he not, how's he not got mixed up in some animation before? He has a great oh, wow. animation voice. Like, yes. even though he doesn't really. He's a much better much. actor when it's only his voice. Right, yeah, he's fun. No, Matthew McConaughey now is fan freaking tastic. Like, I watched the uh, yes. first season of, of True Detective, and my God, yeah, <laughs> he he came out swinging. The first season of True Detective, freaking what was it? Gravity? No, Interstellar. Interstellar. Oh, yeah. He was 
amazing in Interstellar. I like, there's a reason why he got he got. I think he got the uh, Emmy for that one or the Oscar for that one. Now I got it for uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Ah, yeah. Which well, I, I haven't seen that one. one. So that I hear one. he's great in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> he must be because he, he got an Oscar for it. All right. If you must blink, do it now. Pay careful attention to everything you see and hear, no matter how unusual it may seem. And please be warned, if you fidget, if you look away, if you forget any part of what I tell you, even for an instant, then our hero will surely perish. I'm not going to lie, I was expecting you to hold up your spinner at that second. Oh. <laughs> there. <laughs> Uh, Josh claimed to be the Beatles, so you're up next. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Da, 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 da. I have a question. If I'm Beetle and you're Monkey, why isn't he called Boy? Stealth is my middle name. You don't even have a first name. Don't you ever say anything encouraging? I encourage you not to die. I encourage you not to die. I just wanted to. I, I'm glad Carrie picked up on that on being monkey because I wanted to make <laughs> monkey. Man. It was either going to be Carrie, not to be sexist, but it was either going to be Carrie or Rachel being monkey, and I was happy. To, I would have been happy to make fun of either one of them. I was jumping into Kuba regardless. <laughs> Kuba was happening. Yes. Oh boy, you guys. Um. Uh, all right. First half of the show, we talk about the production side of things. This movie was a insane act of love for this median. Yes. Holy oh, yeah. crap, yes. Because you Entirely. you could have you could have done this whole story in just either 3D CGI or just animated easily. Yep. No, nope, oh. but they went full practical and holy shit. I, I did read that there was a little bit of CG touch-up with some of the facial work and hair work, but other than that, yeah, completely practical. Yeah. I feel like there was like some like smoothing with CGI in between. Because oh yeah, how did they get it that that? I, I've done stop motion <laughs> and stuff like that animation before, oh, and yeah, you need touch-ups in between. Like it, it, you're not everything is going to be perfect, and in today's world, you don't have to go back and do two or three hours on a single scene anymore. You can just be like, all right, cool. This is about as good as we're going to get. We'll do some minor touch-ups on a computer. Mm-hmm. And it was very minor. You, you, the few points that I can actually sit there with CJ and go, uh... Well, it took Josh reading that they did it for us to even realize that it was really <laughs> there. Like, that shows yeah. you how good this like, was. No, no yeah. I just, the whole time I was like, well, sure, there has to be some computer animation in here. There has to be. There's no <laughs> yeah, way very little. pulled this There's off. The, the CGI Only the very smoke. finest touch. Yeah, like, Slight the touch. smoke, I believe, was CGI. Like, oh. all, uh, like, like, like the effects that I guess you couldn't use in a stop motion setting, like anything yeah. else. Like, but like they in in a feature that that I saw of it, they showed the uh, a time lapse of them moving of the a- the animators moving the uh, puppets, and it's amazing watching these puppets move in real time. Yes, kind of like I mean it's sped up, yes, but it's it's it's. It's magical. 
how can I say it? I mean, it, it's 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 amazing the amount of t- time and dedication you need to use this type of median. Oh, media absolutely. To portray a story like this, it it is it, it is absolutely ludicrous on um, how how they were able to do this. And this movie is kind of a masterclass on this kind of animation. Like, whereas you look at Toy Story as the pinnacle of you know computer generated animation this especially for puppet work puppet work is really freaking hard like you take any other kind of stop motion animation and it's it it takes a lot to do that but when you don't even have active human puppets like people in the in the puppet outfits like you would have with like somebody in a muppet outfit or something like that Yeah, it's just, and to have the amount of detail and motion. Yes. Oh, one character I knew was a pain, Monkey. Oh, yes. All that fur. As All soon as fur. I saw her, it's just like, wow. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> because love of the craft. And and that's just really? it too. Is Bumble that's just kind of the the overarching theme of Leica to begin with is just their dedication to preserving this out art form so that it doesn't you know die out in favor of CG. And it's kind of I mean it's in there with the theme of the story as well. Like you know you you try and keep these things going so they don't die out. You know that's the entire point of the. Mm-hmm. Lantern Festival. Uh, surprisingly, this movie only cost sixty million to make. Probably how long, mostly... how long does it take them to do this? Uh, I'm looking that up right now. Unfortunately, this movie has only grossed forty eight million in the United States. Oh, that's a shame. The tragedy. How to do overseas? Uh, worldwide is Seymour. Boop 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 boop. boop. Um, Give me a worldwide. Give me a worldwide. Sixty-nine million four hundred ninety-one thousand one hundred forty-four total worldwide. So more so than it, it barely broke even worldwide. So that is you, a tragedy. Yeah, it really is. So that means we're probably never going to get anything else like this. I mean, everybody obviously, go, everybody go buy a copy right now. <laughs> I, I, Kubo Kubo Two would not really make a lot of sense, um, no. but anything like this would have been. I, it's a sad thing that we are not going to get anything like this again. Um, this is the longest stop motion film to date, beating out Coraline in two thousand and nine by one minute. By like, <laughs> yeah, good on them. Uh, the sure boat put that minute in there just to be Coraline. The boat sequence itself took 19 months to shoot. I can believe it. Yeah. Why would you do that? The boat was made out of oh driftwood and, and leaves. It's all paper. Yep. I know, yeah. That Everything theme paper. of paper was the entire movie. Though that's a little bit in, into our second half. But yeah, they, they did that with... I'm sorry, uh... Visually, this movie was amazing because I, I always admire 
like hand drawing stop motion because it takes a lot of time and dedication. Jesus. And patience. Absolutely. Uh, this is the lowest grossing film to be released by Leica, and it is the first Leica film to not make over $100 million. It's That's only made $73 million, sorry, uh, according to the um, trivia on IMDb, so take that or leave it. Um, so animation is obviously great. Editing is really strong. Uh, the next one that I wanted to touch on is the music one. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it was gorgeous. And just everything made absolute sense. Um, the the cover of uh, Regina Spector's cover of While My Guitar Gently Weeps at the End was oh. soul wrenching. I love it. I did not realize that was a John Lennon song. Yep, mm -hmm. it's, it's the Beatles. Harrison song. But... Um. Okay. Um. Yeah. The, the Charlene Theron's second animated film. It is possible that Beetle was meant to be from Osaka due to his Western American accent. English American dubs for animes like Azumaga Dayo. Always go Western with Osaka dialect, yeah. Uh, and Magical Shopping, Arcade, Abenashi, Abibanashi, Abe, whatever. Uh, have people from Osaka speak like they're from, Amer from the American West. Um, oh, man. Um, so, yeah, the... The fact that, speaking of speaking of sound, the fact that they were able to keep up and make like foot noises and everything like that, that just matched so flawlessly with this. Just and, and again, yes, you know, you watch Coraline or any of the other Leica films, yes, you get that. But I, I, in my opinion, this was them at their at the top of their game. To be completely honest, absolutely, yeah. And yes. the uh, garden scene, the uh, the giant eyes. Mm -hmm. Holy! I mean, there's some parts there's of this movie. Feel for you. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, when you do a movie like this, um, they actually had to figure out how are we going to do it. There was no like blueprint on like how do we do this effect. Oh, look it up in the book, and this is how you do it. They yeah. literally yeah. have to. It. Yeah, they literally have to invent it. This is Leica. They write the book on stop motion. Exactly. Again, I mean, they are they are the they're the Pixar of stop motion. Like it is, like you you have not had craftsmen like this since Harryhausen, and even Harryhausen couldn't do a film to this scale without like live action people in it. I'm guessing the silence after what if I say anything is because I'm lagging and it's catching up to people. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's just, no we're, it's just we're all just sort of basking all... in the radiance of this movie. No, we all just love this movie. So it's yeah. It just, it, it takes a minute to really just sink in some of the movie. scope. Nothing... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like we're we saying, visually. Say. Yeah, visually, you can't really pick it apart. I mean, it's stop motion. 
By the way, this is kind of the reason why we tend to lean more towards bad movies for rant reviews because then we can get like in it and have debates and stuff like that. Like, but and even when we go to like doing Marvel movies and stuff like that, we kind of go, "Well, yeah, it was great. We can't really say anything bad about it." Like, so the only the only thing bad about Kubo is it didn't make enough money, right? And it wasn't long enough. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't long enough, and they didn't go any further into Japanese folklore with it, which I really felt was kind of a misstep. Yeah. And, and but so, if anybody wonders why we lean more towards bad movies, that's the reason. Bad movies are more fun to rip apart, you know, because we can't gripe about a good movie. Exactly. Ba- basking in basking in the glory is fun and all, but you know, it's. But it's so pretty. Unless we, we agree. like watch There's a movie where disagree. we're like split on like Cloverfield or something. Um, I can't watch Cloverfield. I've watched it a couple of times Shaky and cam. exactly. Oh. I've gotten sick. So <laughs> admittedly, yeah, like that kind of thing where it is like legitimately I mean, from what I've read and seeing people like about it, it's a good movie. It's one of those movies that I can't really watch because of it being shaky cam, but a movie like that would be good where it's a good movie, but like it's technically flawed. Yeah, there, there's two people on the Cloverfield conversation. People who love it and then people who hate it. And I guess there's a third party that they can't watch it because of the shaky cam. <laughs> <laughs> so there are three people. About I would be in that third category. Yep. Same. Or it makes you nauseous. I can't watch shaky cam at all. Mm. Yeah, it, it just and it works yeah. in recent weeks. <laughs> It makes jazz it, angry. CJ had a game on. It was doing that bob head thing, and I was like, "Okay, you yeah. need to take that I was, away." I was streaming uh, Danganronpa V3, and uh, it, the it goes into first person view, and they do annoying character bouncing, and I'm like, even I was like, oh, "That's kind of annoying," but whatever. And Rachel looks at it, and goes, "I can't watch this," and I go, "Oh, the bounce." <laughs> yeah, uh, going back to the uh, the movie, all the sets, like the village. Was practical. Yep. Every it's so much into this. I mean, admittedly, like the sets for the most part, minus a couple of them, like the garden and such like that, they were kind of dialed back from the intricacies that you saw in movies like Coraline with the circus and everything like that. Or the box trolls with the sweeping city. Exactly. Not in a bad way, because this is feudal Japan. This is high fantasy Japan. You're not going to have mm-hmm. sweeping village. You're not going to have sweeping cities. You're not going to have vast plateaus and, you know, th- thousands of people watching a circus. You're going to have... It, it also didn't really need massive sweeping sets either. Exactly. Because th- th- there was an elegance in the simplicity. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, Which is very Japanese in and of itself. Yeah. Um, trying to think here. Um, kind of weird. Um, factual errors. Kubo is trying to speak to his ancestors when using the lanterns. The light is behind him, yet there's also light shining directly into his eyes from a source in front of him. Yeah. This is, I mean, literally on the goops on IMDb, there's one, two, three, four. <laughs> Yeah, when when wow. when you're doing stop motion, I guess if you can only find like four or five like little minor nitpicks, 
Yeah. Because you you could like really screw up by like oh I accidentally... oh yeah the margin for error is huge with stop motion. Because your arm can go from here or an arm can go from here to over here in one scene without the. But man, think about it. We see what's our eyes at thirty frames or twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like around thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to move it incrementally. Snap the shot. Yep. Oh yeah. All the no, way here, so you can have a fluid motion. In, in film school, I did a very simplistic um, uh, claymation film, and like every single like it is a move the arm up a little bit, and because it's jarring if you do it too, if you move the arm up too much before you're between your photographs. So it is, you know, incrementally moving it up and making sure that nothing else changes in the scene that you're doing stuff in. Like you dink into somebody else's arm and accidentally move their arm up half an inch or anything along those lines. I did, I did a, uh, uh, I called it not Zilla because, you know, uh, copyright. Um, but it was a monster film. And like, so I was dealing with a bunch of different things on, on screen at once and me being, you know, silly little, film school student i would bump into people and their arms would go flying or there was a couple of them that i accidentally just completely shoved over and didn't even realize them <laughs> or hell you go to adjust an expression or an arm and whoops there's a fingerprint on kubo's arm yeah like another one is when kubo flies upward to return home he is missing his sword when he lands his sword is at his side like that little thing like <laughs> it's like oops i used the wrong puppet my bad <laughs> and I did like the effect that they did on uh, the grandfather on that yes. glowing blue. Oh yeah, uh, the celestial, uh, I guess, yeah. aura. And that, that he had. and that works so well for him being otherworldly because everything is practical. And suddenly, here's a glowing guy. Dale wants to watch a claymation movie. <laughs> I recommend Coraline. Uh, yeah, right. Um, we can go back and watch another. Uh, we can go back and watch another like a film with Coraline. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty out there. That's probably yeah. my favorite. So let's Coraline. see. They they did Coraline. They did. Uh, did they do Coraline? So everything that stop motion in the past like ten, fifteen years is them, right? Yep. Essentially. Pretty much, yeah. If we're talking about uh, like major releases, yeah. Um, Kubo and Two Strings, Coraline, Paranorman, Box Trolls, Corpse Bride, uh, the Moon Girl, um, Moonwalker. They produced back in the eighties, and uh, Dinosaurs, the fun-filled, a fun-filled trip back in time, <laughs> was uh, Leica Films produced. They went out on Moonwalker, uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, for from 1988 to 2005, where they put out two movies because apparently they hate themselves. Like you do. Or just had a bunch of interns that year. <laughs> right? <laughs> All of I've the never seen Moon Girl movie, so I don't know if that is decent, but like Corpse Ride was another one of those like amazing stop-motion, breathtaking movies. Yeah, they don't put movies out quick. Uh, 2005 was Corpse Ride, Coraline 2009, Paranorman in 2012, Box Trolls in 14, and Kubo in 16. Ooh, Coraline's on Netflix, Dale. 
per tip. Maybe. Coraline is a legit good movie. It is a great movie. I mean, it's, so, it's Neil Gaiman. What are you yeah, we, we might need to uh, step back and watch a really shitty movie and then come back for Coraline to kind of get our uh, mouth. That would be – that's a really good October rant and review. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. Well, Coraline hmm. is kind of awesome. Hmm. Uh, Coraline or Box Trolls for October? Uh, Box yeah. Trolls was so good. Box Trolls is really great. It's so stupidly cute. Like if Paranorman was on uh, Netflix or Corpse Bride, like both those would like be yes. really good October movies. But Coraline like is legit there too. So I mean that's you know that's fair. Um, oh, or, or we could just go old school and do Beetlejuice. Is that on Netflix? I'm sorry, what? Beetlejuice. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that again? Beetlejuice. Corpse, Corpse, Corpse Bride is on Netflix. <laughs> Corpse Bride is on Netflix. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Oh. Um, oh man, I just... you could see uh, Jack and Sally get married before Jack loses all of his bones. Oh, I know <laughs> what movie we can watch. Skin, and if we could, um, how many people here has seen the Death Note anime? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh... No. <laughs> no, 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 Jazz, have you seen the Death Note anime? No. I, that was one of those things that I meant to have Dale and Rail, Rail, Rachel watch when she when he was here, but time just got away from us. I blame Nitro. Time flies when you're having fun. I would really like to see what someone like Jazz, who has never seen the anime, the three movies, or read the manga. From what I've heard, people don't hate it. They don't exactly like it either. Well, yeah, like... <laughs> Um, no, the people who have no reference material to go on, they don't hate the movie. So, yeah, yeah I've heard that it's a. I've heard. I don't know because I haven't seen it, and I don't really care about Death Note. I've heard that it's a meh movie and a shitty adaptation. Yes. Maybe we should rant to review that because I'm pretty sure we all. No. <laughs> do you want to die a slow death? Live veto. We're having a live veto right here. What about the uh, do-over? I've been trying to get you guys to do the oh. do-over for a year. God no. damn it, no. The room. Uh, so after the do-over, uh, the six Adam Sandler movie deal that was going on just kind of faded out after the do-over. Like, I think they realized that maybe giving him the paycheck before his movies came out was a bad idea. <laughs> Yeah, they'd like to do that over. <laughs> God damn it, Dale! No! <laughs> hey, I've got one vote right there. Um, I, think, I think we should make Raul watch The Room. Yeah. Well, I mean, Actually, on Ruben, his own, my, my, with a my, camera my... in his face while he's stuck watching it by himself. And we're all in chat. <laughs> I'd do that. <laughs> I do that. I, I volunteer. Yep. I, I would sit and watch that two hours of hell just to watch him be tortured. <laughs> no, I, think I think we're all sold on doing the um, the what was it the the disaster, disaster artist, disaster artist, disaster artist in December, um, which is yes. the documentary about him and the room. Like, <laughs> well, documentary. I might be sick that week. I might, I might need to go to bed early. No, Rachel, uh, Rachel, John Travolta. Is right? John Travolta is uh, Tommy Wiseau. No, uh, no, it's Franco. um Jason Franco or James, James Franco. Franco. Sorry. Yeah, and his brother. And then I might be sick that week. Sorry. 
Cold. And then Tommy Wiseau is actually in it playing somebody else. <laughs> yes. Carl or something like that, yeah. <laughs> or Mark, I don't know. I, I love how this is a, we're talking about Kubo, except we're actually talking about the room. It, it's not like... That's again, There's why we watch... about Kubo. Exactly. Why we watch bad movies, because we can go on hour and a half tangents about those movies. On this one, it's like, yeah, it's great. It's it's a masterwork. Like, And even Dale, oh, like works off of me is like not even in not even here so like final show of the year yeah the disaster artist the final show of the year <laughs> that sounds great actually i don't know if i want to watch the room oh Let's you poor baby oh, no you should <laughs> okay a friend of mine has it on dvd i'll watch it Watch it, yeah. Watch it with them, though, because I don't hate you that much. You should watch yeah. watch it with other people. That and alcohol. <laughs> Copious alcohol. amounts of alcohol, because Carrie and I sat there stone-cold fucking sober. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> we had cookies. <laughs> yeah, you guys got stoned off of cookies. Don't even. I had Wait, three what? cookies. Don't even. Sugar highs. Cookies. Makes sense. Oh, just sugar highs. Oh, okay. All right, so then um, let's go ahead and wrap up the top half of the show here, and we'll get and talk more about story and stuff like that, which I think might be a little bit of a better conversation than, hey, it was good! Uh, <laughs> Everything about the production was amazing. Everything yeah. is awesome. Exactly. Oh, the Lego movie. You should watch the Lego movie. I have not seen that movie yet. The Lego <gasps> movie on Netflix? Blasphemer. I don't have... I had to borrow a kid to watch um, Inside <laughs> Out. Dude, you are a grown-ass man. You get oh, your ass in the theater and watch that Lego movie like the bitch you are. I mean, like the grown man you are. <laughs> you can't just borrow other people's children. That's called kidnapping. Can't you? I, I was going to say, some people would look at that as kidnapping. Others might look at that as pre-pedophilia. Right, Jesus. Uh, do a search on Netflix for Lego. Do we have Lego Ninjago, Lego Superheroes? I thought the Lego movie was on. Oh, there's a new not. Lego series, but it's animated, not uh, Lego people. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not on here, huh? Thought it was. Could have swore it was. Weird. Oh, well. Um, Lego Friends. Happy birthday to you. Oh. <clears throat> uh, so, this this movie is a, a, a very good hero story, right? We can all agree on that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, so, it's, it's just typical uh, hero's journey. Yeah. So, when, when I think of heroes... I, and when I stub my toe, I yell out Boku a lot because I do. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to stretch here. Uh, Jonathan Young has done a couple covers of Peace Sign and Singing in the, Singing to the Sky, which are opening two and three of My Hero Academia. And that's what we're playing back to back this this week because a real short song. So the two songs are about the size of one normal song. Uh, also, other than that, you're going to hear some ads from our sponsors. Stay tuned to our sponsors. Check them out. A little bit, you know, comes back to us. We get, you know, we get some love back. It doesn't hurt you any. But aside from those ads, here's Jonathan Young with Peace Sign and 
singing to the sky. We'll be right back. Where inappropriate comments are made, and the kids go, Oh, that's cute. And you're like, Whoa, exactly. With the monkey and the beetle waking up next to each other, she has just fucked hair. Like, <laughs> and the pair, and you know, the adults can pick up on the symbolism of the strings, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm this is me sacrificing. This is where my mother is going to die, and one of the strings breaks. Like, and and when he uses that magic, the like the parents and the adults just kind of go <gasps> because they get that. The kids are like, "Oh, that's a really cool kamehameha he just did." <laughs> <laughs> Broke the string, but he got t- new strings. Yes, by and then used mother. his own string. Oh, yes. so I'm now trying to remember three strings. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go in the new strings. I, I, I was trying to think of like where he got his father's string, but oh, it's the bow. Yeah, it's the bow. It's it's the bow, uh, bow string. Um, but, but yeah, it, and I, then at the end with the grandfather, the Moon King actually becoming the grandfather, and the village getting together and just, oh my god. Oh. Yes, and then I... all opening their arms and welcoming him. This man who uh, literally just tried to murder each and every one of them. Yeah, well, it's not your typical. Oh, the we kill the bad guy. No, we bring the, we defeat the bad guy, but we bring him in. We yes, we compassion, forgiveness, killing him with kindness. Thanks, Jazz, for the one bit. I appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. Yay, one bit. The largest increment I have to give. <laughs> hey, every bit helps. Exactly. Uh, I have to start somewhere. I only have ten. It really is nine, the least of it. I now. You have nine bits now? Yeah, it's not, I, I have it so it won't spam chat whenever somebody just draw, like bit spams us. You have to do, I think, over ten in order for it to get put anywhere. <laughs> Other than in Streamlabs, 
Um, though it came up, Mr. Destructoid won. So that was the quote that came through. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, but it just... Yeah, this show kind of get this movie gives you proper human emotion given through dolls. Very expensive, meticulously placed <laughs> and worked on designed <laughs> dolls. Dolls, but dolls nonetheless, and you felt for these damn dolls as the dolls died. <laughs> right? Twice in some cases. Right? Yeah. And um like on on the monkey's uh, design on the face, we had the scar on the other side. Yeah, to try and throw you off, but considering you heard the voice oh. just a couple seconds ago. Like... Yeah, as soon as I heard the voice, it's like that's the mother, isn't it? That that one I think was le- tried to be less hidden than um than the father. Um, that was probably only hidden for the kitties. I'm yeah, that was yeah. Was um, tricked by that one. The father, I think, as soon as they introduced him, I think I had a feeling it was the the. As soon as they introduced Beetle, I had a a feeling that oh, that's going to be the father, isn't it? Well, yeah, because I mean, the Beetle crest is on the back of Kubo of yeah. Kubo's yeah. clothing. He, yeah. he, so... Even though he said he was a student of him, of his, I'm like, no, he's not going to be a student. He's going to actually be Hanzo. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's storytelling. That I mean, that's a trope in and of itself, and not at all that I have used that trope in Manipole at all. I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but it's, it, it, I mean, that is that's a trope, and the the storyline in this, like the plot points, are kind of tropey. Um, it, it, once you boil them down, like the tropes don't always have to mean bad. No, 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 no. Exactly. Like, it's just, it is a, it's a manual. It's a, basically, they kind of went by the books on the script. Um, Even because, you know, they were too busy inventing techniques for this movie to be filmed correctly. Um, (laughs) So they're like, uh, uh, a script team, script team's like, uh, uh, um, uh, do the thing that everybody else does, and the grandpa's gonna be a good guy at the end, and the dad is gonna be the beetle. Yeah, the beetle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, script's done. Now get back to move, moving the uh, dolls. Moving the dolls. Right. <laughs> get back to moving the dolls. We have to move. That, that script got pounded move. out in a couple of weeks, and then everybody else went back to filming 19 months on a goddamn boat. <laughs> Jeez. This one hell of a boat, though. <laughs> It is. Yeah. Awesome boat. It's a really cool boat. <laughs> the whole boat sequence is probably my favorite part of the movie. Because it, it took the boat really was, It really was great because of just... It, it was kind of, but I'm ting, an anchoring point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've, yeah that... you've, got, you've got Monkey and Beetle bickering over how they should handle the situation, and Kubo, being the hero, is just like, hey, I got this. Yeah. But he's also a kid, so it's like he he says, I got this because it's, you know, I guess I can maybe try and do this. Um, I can do this, right? Probably. Literally the first time that I've ever done that. Uh, <laughs> that would have been great for him to say that as he made the boat and just kind of looking at Beetle. That would have been that, – that's something I would have added in there. And, and like, I, I liked how they oh. just didn't, like – Oh, he can magically do this. No, they incremented his 
yes. a, 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 a ability to where like, oh look, in the beginning he was picked up by paper birds, so makes sense that he could use a piece of cloth, wrap it around him, and fly like a dragon at the end. Yep, because he he was growing throughout the entire movie. Yes, exactly. This Layers. child actually grew and evolved. And to and the point you... where he didn't need the armor. The process of getting the armor was the growth that he needed to defeat. Exactly. It goes end. back to the old trope of the power is not in what you have. It, the power was is within yourself. You just have to find the right tools you the to open time. yourself up to accessing that power. Uh, That's why they're MacGuffins. Like, it's the, not... um, the dragon scroll from uh, Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I love Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, those, like, even the, the bad one, the third one, is still pretty damn good. Um, I haven't seen the third one. It's it's pretty damn good. It's the worst of the Kung Fu Panda films, but that being said, it's better. But that's not saying much. It's, it's better than a lot of animation and literally anything else Jack Black has ever done. Um, <laughs> the second one is the peacock. The Fair. third one is his family, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and, and it's really good. Like, like I said, it, it that saying saying that it's the worst Kung Fu Panda film doesn't say like it's a bad movie. <laughs> um, yeah, it is nice to see. I, Dale hates Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> oh, what? It I hate Kung Fu Panda. I effing hate it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. No. So Dale, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. I'm waiting for him to get on the get it, waiting for him to get on the hangout just to scream. I fucking hate Kung Fu Panda and then leave. <laughs> He'll do it. He will. I might, now that I've said it in approximately two minutes when he hears this, he's gonna jump <laughs> Or he'll just blast duck step and then leave. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I approve. Um, so character evolution, especially in movies in, in family movies, isn't really the focus on anything. And even like only the mid bosses didn't get any kind of evolution because they didn't need evolution. They were already quote unquote perfect. They were made perfect by the grandpa. So they didn't need evolution. And literally every other character, even down to the villagers had evolution in this. And that is something spectacular in a movie like this. I mean, even monkey had, from being the overbearing, well, not overbearing, overprotective. Well, she goes from she goes from a mom who is held because her magic is running dry, and, um, you know everything like that, and her being a magical being that pretty much means she's going to die. You know, going from that to a manifestation of a guardian, and then, you know, revealing herself and allowing herself to be weak around people again is that in itself is character development. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to remember how... Because you figure out that... It, I mean... Uh, the audience pretty much figures out like almost... A good portion figures out when it's the same voice actress. Yeah. And then when she's fighting her sister, where I am strong, and then where does... Is it Beetle that she's talking to? That like, why didn't you tell him that you're his mother? Yeah, it's I think so. yeah, I think it was Beetle. Um, 
By the way, I, I want to point out the the at least the animation on the sisters are really sick. Like I freaking love the animation on the sisters. Yes. They're creepy. They are and it works legitimately so well. legitimately creepy. Like they nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this. I was like, I wonder if my kids could handle this. And like the sisters came out, I was like, No, I don't think they're ready for this. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but like as soon as the moon came up, they were there. Yep. Bam. Yeah, good mini bosses. Like definitely. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't have time to fuck around. They had a mission. Moon was up. Get the kid. Yeah, exactly. And they went for it. Oh, so creepy. Come out to play. <laughs> Grandfather loves being able to see you, but he would see you so much better with your other eye. Oh, the um the reason for the blindness. Yeah, the right. grandfather literally ripping Kubo's eye out. That is That is some terrifying shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big thing in a kid well, movie. Not yeah, that, even that. that, that part too. The reason he wanted to blind Kubo. Yeah, so he yeah. could see humanity for what it was to be able to. So he couldn't see the beauty of the world yeah, around to, him. Yeah. To add a level of distance and coldness. Yes, and the fact Brad. that nobody in the village hated him for it. CJ? Yes. Look, look at the Tito's on our paper. Tito's on the paper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tito's on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Dale. Nice. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, there he is. Sneaky, sneaky. I know what movie we're going to watch to welcome Dale back, right? Right? <laughs> oh, three is, is on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> nice, Josh. <laughs> Dale, Dale's out being an old man, by the way. Uh, he hurt himself. Uh, so we, we wish him the speediest of recoveries. That's the reason why he's in the chat doing the uh, chat monitor thing, if, we, if anybody else hops in there. And also, he's kind of giving us points throughout the uh throughout the show because it's he he's hurting really bad so all of the healing waves all of our energy goes to the dale for a speedy recovery um but yeah like in, in, in any in any lesser movie the fact that he only had one eye would have made him an outcast would have made him you know all uh, because he'll put it in there in two minutes when he gets to it. But before then, Rachel. See, I, I guess I'm biased in this because one of the things that influences my Tito's a lot, especially if it's a, kid, it's a movie that my kids can watch, is my kids' reaction to it. When I have almost two solid hours of my children staring at a TV screen, <laughs> smiling, Silently? <laughs> well, and I that long. actually come out of the bedroom after going pee and go, holy shit, they haven't moved. I ran to go pee and they didn't move. Did you have to like Normally go they'd be up like... Feet, going and grabbing a drink, doing... Nope, didn't move a fucking inch. Didn't say a fucking word for almost two hours. 
this well, they were told is probably right from the, the start. first time I will do this. Do and it blink. might be the last, knowing the movies that you guys want to watch lately. But I have to give this a 10. If only for nice. the peace and quiet that I got to enjoy watching a movie Perfect. with my children. Uh, and it wasn't just the first time we watched it. The second and third time that we watched it, because CJ and I watched it together, you know, just to make sure that it was, you know... Where yeah, we always pass the uh, kid test between Rachel and I, most of the time anyway. Movies like Wonder Woman occasionally, we'll just burn the kids sight unseen to the movie theaters. But because our kids well, this are... This was also a year ago. Aaron was in kindergarten, and it was one of those, you know, okay... There's swords, there's weaponry. We didn't even bring him to any Marvel movies at this point. You know, we introduced them after the fact because yeah. he handled this so well. Because, but, I mean, it's a yeah. deal with kids. So, so uh, yes, long, I, oh. I am, holy shit, it's getting a 10. So, Dale gave this a 9. Uh, very cute movie, kept my attention for two hours, and that's an achievement on its own. Dale has a short attention span? I yes, bet you if we had watched this with Dale here, CJ, he would have sat with the kids quietly on the floor and it would have been hysterical <laughs> watching all three of them just lined up going, <gasps> Didn't we watch it with Dale? We watched this with Dale. Yeah, you yeah, were, we watched this. Yeah, you were with us. With Hurricane we with Hurricane Irma crap. We were prepping for Hurricane Irma. We were like, uh, we're probably gonna lose power anyway, so Kubo. <laughs> That's right. Okay. How about some Kubo? You guys never lost power, right? Nope. We did not. No, Somehow. We don't mention that on the podcast because Josh is going to come through the camera and start. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we lost it for almost a week. Wow. Yeah, it was real bad. I'm glad I'm glad that I was able to provide some kind of shelter here for Josh Carey and Dia. Like, Thank you. I felt so bad. Um, so next on the list, Raul. Okay. So like I said, this movie could have been done CGI, animation, I don't think live action. No, no, not live action. No, it wouldn't have worked with they, live action. They no. could have tried. It would not have gone well. No. no. Using this medium to portray this story is an act of love and dedication. Because it takes so much time, planning, and effort to get everything practical effects. There's a reason yes. why practical effects, why CGI took over practical effects because they're cheaper and easier to do. A lot less manpower needed for a special yeah. effect than a yeah. have, having to actually move an animatronic, the giant T-Rex from, um, from Jurassic Park. Yes. That thing, the reason why it still holds up today is because it's in most scenes it is a practical effect. The Raptors is a guy in sight of it actually yep. moving around all the the eyes and all that. So, uh, man, I I just love it when a team, a uh, production company, puts so much effort into their movie to make it the best they can. And for that, I gotta give this a ten. Oh, right. Wow. I mean, I can give it a little bit that the story was your typical hero's journey, but it didn't like in some hero's journey stories um, at the very end, they get like some kind of like, 
oh, I have ultimate power now and I defeat you. No, it showed a gradual growth. Yeah. Through the entire movie. And then it showed that, yes, getting the armor was important, but not, the armor and the and the sword was important, but it wasn't important for the reason that you would think it was the journey to get them that was important. That sh that gave that opportunity to grow. And to realize that you don't really need the armor. What you need is your true family. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie. Yeah, I mean... Like Raul said, this was a labor of love. And we pointed out earlier in the episode that it only cost 60-some-odd million dollars to make. One scene alone, taking 19 months to film, and the number of people involved in making something like this. I mean, you guys can do the math. They were not making a ton of money on this. They were doing it because they wanted to. Yeah, and absolutely. the sheer craftsmanship and the storytelling, like, yeah, the story had a bunch of tropes in it, but that's not always a bad thing. I still enjoyed the story. And it was, even though there were tropes, it was well-crafted, it was well-paced, you followed from one act into the other smoothly. It wasn't jarring like a lot of movies are these days where suddenly you're over here and then you're over here and then this thing is happening and you kind of have to string it together yourself. It unfolds before you in just this glorious masterwork of craftsmanship. And it feels string. <laughs> it hits you to the core, not only with the technical mastery of it, but with real genuine emotion, and that is the mark of good storytelling, tropes or no. So I got to give this a 10 too. Also, I will admit I am a little biased because it's based in Japanese folklore and kind of really dig that. Yes. Man, so much love. Uh, yeah, I got to give this movie mad props for the skill that it took to create it and the care with which it was put together. Um, the story didn't engage me as much as I... I don't know, I don't know why that was. I guess maybe the tropes. I just kind of saw things coming and... and uh, so I didn't get engaged as much. But I still enjoyed it a whole bunch. So uh, I can't give it a perfect 10, but I will give it 8.5 Tito's. Because it's a beautiful movie and everyone should see it. Upper or lower? Oh, well, upper, of course. <laughs> uh, Josh Boo. I love this movie so much. I mean, it's it's no closely guarded secret or anything, you know, especially among people who know Carrie and I, that we both have a massive, massive love for Japan and its culture and its folklore and pretty much everything it produces. We tonight. Laika just, uh, again, they didn't do this movie to make boatloads and buckets of money or do things the easier way. They did it to preserve a traditional craft from their aspect that they love 
and you know in doing so portrayed traditional crafts from you know the source material and you know to, to kind of parallel slash work with Carrie's point about everything you know unfolding into this this masterpiece it, it's more that everything folded together perfectly yeah. you know every crease was tight every line was perfect and you're left with this grand sculpture of a thing that yes it started out with some very basic storytelling materials your 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 plain sheet of paper so to speak but everything from the way they handled it technically to the way they handled it to the with the storytelling and the characters is what makes it the beautiful crafted you know origami of a piece that it is and like i really can't find anything to fault with the movie for that because it was just it hits all the right buttons even if they are you know worn buttons by this point in time in terms of tropes but you know it just it doesn't it doesn't skip a beat it doesn't miss a note you know music pun to go with the origami puns uh it's 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 beautiful and it gives you the good kind of chills straight down your spine. It hits you with those feels. And even though it's not the picture-perfect happy ending that you would expect for, you know, a quote-unquote kids movie, even though, again, we've clearly established that this is a family-slash-all-ages movie, it's still a good, satisfying, you know, complete ending. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on the ten boat with this as well because I I, lo I love this movie. I'm going to you know watch it until the next video format comes out. I'll find a copy of it on that video format. It's going to be shown to you know whatever kids Carrie and I wind up eventually having. It's just it's amazing. Flesh stealing. I mean, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What's going on here? <laughs> All right. Um, I put myself last because um, I have made no attempt to hide anything, any bit of my love for this. Um, again, Japanese culture, yes. You know, loving the craft, yes. Like, the only thing that kind of pulled me back, and this might have been the fourth viewing CJ, because, I mean, it's hard to go back and relive the first time you watch something and, you know, kind of think about how you felt at that point when it was almost a year ago. Now, a lot of crap has happened this last year. Um, so, <laughs> um, Dale has already put me as 11. In this yeah. You're, you're not wrong with that, Dale. You're, you're not. That's, that's probably accurate. Um, I mean, like, all right, so film nerd me, check, loved it. Otaku slash weeaboo me, check, loved it. Script, script hole finding me, trope love it, trope finding me, yeah, but that didn't even pull me down a half a point. Um, I, I cannot fault this movie because of more love being put into the technical side of things. Um, but like Carrie said, just because it's tropey doesn't make it bad. 
It just means that there was extra effort put other places. And I, as a content creator, can speak volume that speaks volumes to me. You know, I, I don't know the writing staff, but like Josh said, or Carrie, or somebody said, obviously these people were not doing this for the money. No, so I don't think so. It was all it, love. It, yeah, absolutely. Love. So, Ben Boat, Cug Tug. Uh, bringing us to 9.6. Is that a record? The, I'm sorry to bring uh, the average down, everyone. Uh, there's always one. Dale, I'm looking at you with Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, eight and a half. It's, I thought that was still a very strong recommendation. Absolutely. I, I still think it's you being grumpy, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I actually think this is our highest average. Probably. Uh, I think so. Uh... I will normally, I'd say, hey, Dale, do the thing, but he's, you know, hung up. So I'm going to pull this back. Hey, uh, somebody, do my outro for me. All right. Uh, if I must. Okay. You can find us on Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, or Friday at 12 p.m. Aussie time. We're findable at geek io dot net slash live twitch.tv slash geek io show tune in at alphageekradio.com channel one or on diamond club tv or oh diamond club dot tv if you want to get a hold of us it's geek io show at gmail.com twitter.com slash geek io show facebook.com slash geek io show or you can pick up the phone and give us a call to geek line at 727-489-4335 that would be 727-489-GEEK, G-E-E-K. And if you would be so kind as to remember to support us on Patreon.com slash Geek.io for a private Slack network with us, Mastafeed, and so much more. Oh, All those subscribe on Twitch.tv. Subscribe. If you've got Prime. Because we can do that now. Well, subscribe. Jared, what's next week? Next week, we're doing the Winter Movie Smackdown Auction, which means I need to do some work. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Jazz has to work. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. So Jazz are, are has to our copy paste. Present? Uh, Jazz, Jazz has to copy paste the Raspberry Pi uh, config. No, 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 nothing like that. I just got to make the spreadsheet so that I can uh, run the import and pull in all that stuff. And then so, I gotta write a script for the intro. Confirmed by a point, uh, what is that, point tenth? Uh, this movie has barely beat out our previous best movie, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Wow. That had a 9.63. This has a 9.64. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. Thanks, That's a hundredth, Jazz. not a tenth. <laughs> a hundredth, yeah. Kubo and the two strings e uh, edging in front by two decimal places. You can bump me up hey, to a nine if you wait, have to. Is that one hero's journey bumping out another hero's journey? Basically. Yes. More, more or less, yes. <laughs> All right. Things have been busy here on the Geek.io network in the past week. Yeah, they have. Um, Dale you had the realization hates... that? 
Yeah, Dell hates Kung Fu Panda, and it's opposite day. <laughs> we are now affiliates on Twitch. Give us some cheer. Yay, cheer. But really, give us the bits. And of course, <laughs> now you can use... Somebody get <laughs> you give can use your sub, Amazon Prime. Bits. If you have Amazon Prime, you can sub to us for free. Um... It would really help us out. Uh, new subs, if you don't use the Amazon Prime, are half off this month. Jeff Bezos eats the other half uh, for the rest of the month of September. September. <laughs> Man, that's kind of pun I would make. Right? September. Um, CJ's been streaming a little bit more. A little bit. Uh, sneak peek so of Dango yeah, Rampa Volume 3 Killing Harmony. Wait, what did you call that? Dango Rampa. There, there's no O in the beginning there. Dangan Rampa. Danga Rampa. Dangan. Dangan Rampa. Dangan Rampa. The killing Dragon Rampers. Yeah. Okay. Dragon Humper? Dragon Humper. No, that's a completely different game. That's what I said. Okay. Retro streaming of Earthworm Jim, which CJ just like. I, I don't know what he did to that game. He, he just... Second level the, beat the second level beat me on fucking Earthworm Jim. Fuck that game. Fuck everything about it. Which is I that one? Is that. is that the anthill so one? Or the termite mound? No, uh, that's hell. Oh. Uh, and Super Mario All-Stars and Knack and more. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been a busy week. It's almost like next week I'm not going to be able to stream as much, so I've been putting a bunch of stuff into this week. Yep. Oh, boy. All right. We got some show title candidates. Okay. Yes. Let's see what we've said throughout this. I'm okay. Afraid. So we have right. playing with Moobot, Greg, Japanese, Only the Voice, Star of Stop Motion, Oh the Bounce, Not Zilla, You Can't Just Borrow Other People's Children, <laughs> I Was Gonna Be Super Racist, Fangirling Over Dale, Dale and Raul Hugging Corner, Because We're Not Watching the Fucking Do-Over, We Are Monkey <laughs> and Deal, Doing It Monkey Style, Kubo and the New Strings, Moving the Dolls, 19 Months on a Goddamn Boat, Dale Hates Kung Fu Panda, You Don't Burn the Bard as a Witch, Adopt Marrying Voldemort, and someone put Dale Hates Kung Fu Panda a second time. Rachel and I are biased on the show title. <laughs> no. Oh, I no. Yeah. Not biased. <laughs> Just, I can't fathom 19 months on a goddamn boat. <laughs> yeah, Ra Rachel and I are not at all biased. Oh, God. All right, you guys. So, thank you, Internet, for holding out the entire week, or the entire night. I really appreciate it. Don't worry. It'll fail on Monday when we do small screen spoiler show next. Absolutely, it will. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, by the way, that got up on the YouTubes and the Twitch. Um, so, yeah, that, that yeah. happened. You guys, we made Dale sad. Oh. Why do we make Dale sad? Dale has nothing. Oh, I, I you, Dale. Dale has everything. Dale has fangirls. Now. All of the fangirls. 
Duh. They jack it to him. It's true. And now they can him. Yeah. All right, you guys. We will see you right back There's here. Next, uh, <laughs> also, it'll be a uh, just remember, just like the rest of our auction uh, SmackDown auction shows. It's a be a, it'll be a long one, you guys. Thirty movies, six competitors. One's gonna come out the winner. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 Ah, it's like Dell was here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was. Production. Copyright 2017. We kept our chat room active.